Lifespring Hymn Stories and Carol Stories, number 25. O Holy Night, written in 1847. The words of O Holy Night were written in 1847 by a French wine merchant named Placide Clepeau, the mayor of Roquemaure, a town in the south of France. We know little about him except that he wrote poems as a hobby. We know more about the man who composed the music, a Parisian named Adolphe Charles Adams. The son of a concert pianist, Adams was trained almost from infancy in music and piano. In his mid-twenties he wrote his first opera, and thereafter wrote two operas a year until his death at age 52. Near the end of his life, he lost his savings in a failed business venture involving the French National Opera, but the Paris Conservatory rescued him by appointing him professor of music. It was John Dwight, who was the son of Yale's president Timothy Dwight, who also wrote I Love Thy Kingdom, Lord, who discovered this French carol which was named Christian Midnight at the time, and translated it into the English hymn, O Holy Night. After graduating from Harvard and Cambridge, John was ordained as a minister of the Unitarian Church in Northampton, but his pastoring experience wasn't happy. In 1841, George and Sophia Ripley founded a commune named Brook Farm, quote, to prepare a society of liberal, intelligent, and cultivated persons whose relations with each other would permit a more simple and wholesome life, unquote. John was hired as director of the Brook Farm School and began writing a regular column on music for the commune's publication. Greatly influenced by the liberal views of Ralph Waldo Emerson, he became fascinated by the German culture, especially the symphonic music of Ludwig von Beethoven. And it was largely his influence that introduced Americans to Beethoven's genius. When Brook Farm collapsed in 1847, John Dwight moved into a cooperative house in Boston and established a career in music journalism. He penned articles on music for major publications and in 1852 he launched his own publication, Dwight's Journal of Music. He became America's first influential classical music critic. He was opinionated, sometime difficult, a great promoter of European classical music, and an early advocate of transcendentalism. How odd that a wine merchant, a penniless Parisian, and a liberal clergyman could give Christianity one of its holiest hymns about the birth of Jesus Christ, Savior of the world.
As always, my thanks go to Robert J. Morgan, author of the books Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2. Today's background music was from the Benjamin Schaefer Band, and this beautiful carol was sung by the new autonomous folk singers. Links for the books and the music can be found on the show notes page at lifespringpodcast.com. I'm Steve Webb, host of the LifeSpring Family Podcasts, wishing you a Merry Christmas. God bless you. This has been an In Touch Productions podcast.